Greetings, pals. Greetings. Hello, pals. Afternoon, all. Jesus. Welcome to Throw in the Pal, the podcast where we talk about movies and, of course, debate movies. And one of us will throw in um, the proverbial pal. That's it. We are master debaters. Yeah, that's what we get up to here and nothing else. Ignore those sounds you hear. We've got noise gate on. They won't hear that. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) I should stop making those weird (laughs) foley sounds in the background. Get off the mic. All right. So um, to clarify, what are we doing? We talk about movies. You love it, for example. I hate it, for example. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. then the other two. You know, they're mysteries. We just they're, don't know. I don't know anything. I don't think we ever know anymore. Like I like the premise and for the listeners, we are trying to be more structured. Uh, that's a little bit of meta commentary for you. <laughs> but I will say this premise doesn't always work because when I'm looking around, I'm like, I don't fucking know who liked or hated this movie or who's it. I think we're just kind of coming into just, it fresh most of the time. We just want to talk to our friends that's it. about we movies. We just guess. We, take, we make assumptions. I do yep. actually. You're right. I have an assumption of who liked this I movie. I love to assume because it makes an ass out of Tom. Um, well, in one of our previous podcasts, we came in to view The Mummy and, of course, we all ended up loving the film, which we didn't expect. Not su- Well, I'm not surprised. No, that's okay. true. We expect One of the old time. It's and a, when you consider, just to give it a slight preamble, the epic grandeur of a film like this um, when for, uh, you know, a sequel to go back to the island of Jurassic Park for the third time. <laughs> The fifth time. We know that it's. <laughs> this is a. We're it's, doing Jurassic Park. It's worthwhile. <laughs> Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise wouldn't come back for a, a crappy Jurassic Park. He would script. not. Boy, he would run from a raptor though, wouldn't he? Yeah, yeah. I love they sent run. him. They sent Jurassic Park two to Tom Cruise, and he faxed it back. But he'd just written three question mark, and they're like, "All right, Tom Cruise." We'll He's like, "Been there, done that." Yeah. <laughs> so today we are talking about Top Gun Maverick. Top Gun Maverick. Mav. So a quick synopsis, which, which we've got to find IMDb, and I don't think it's great, but it's after 30 years, Maverick is still pushing the envelope as a top naval aviator but must confront ghosts of his past when he leads Top Gun's elite graduates on a mission that demands the ultimate sacrifice from those chosen to fly it. Take a breath, pal. <laughs> so Far a crossover out. with Ghostbusters Afterlife. That's yeah, true. It's almost the exact same synopsis. It this is a horror. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think pushing the envelope is a weird proverb. But that's uh, that's all I've got to add to that. Isn't that's it? What does it mean? Because it means like you picture someone pushing an envelope, but the actual expression means this guy's gone too far this time. <laughs> oh, my God. Nothing's going to stop it. It probably goes back to like letter writing days when they wrote really provocative letters. Right. And Pete, that's they, what was, I they were so much in there that they had to push it to keep the envelope <laughs> closed. And it's, it's like, stop pushing the envelope. Crazy well, this is, 19th yeah. century man. This is Tom Cruise's uh, legacy, right? Like pushing the limits, pushing our limits. That's true. Pushing our buttons. Pushing, he is a pretty pushing. remarkable man in the way that he does such a crazy – each film has a different crazy stunt. You might have seen recently the new Mission Impossible stunt. He's riding a motorcycle yep. off a cliff and then and then skydiving. Mm-hmm. I thought, nah, that's impossible. Is that in the tr- – But that's his mission. Is that, that it his looks mission. fun. Like, you'd it sign looks- up for that. Would you? I would do that in a heartbeat. Yeah. You would yeah. ride a bike off a cliff. Yes. Parachute six times in a row in one yes. day. Yes. Yeah. Give me all that training. Let me do it. Who Let are me you? do it. Yeah. Chris was going to come skydiving with me, but schedule conflicts. But very true. Like, we should but he it. just stuck to his underground knife yes. fights, and then he saw you <laughs> loading the mic, uh, the motorbike onto the plane, and he's like, "Oh man, I didn't know that was today. <laughs> I, I would have done that." <laughs> okay, so Top Gun Maverick, directed by Joseph Kaczynski, starring Tom Cruise, as we know, 2022. It's a sequel to the 1986 original Top Gun. Uh-huh. Danger Zone is the theme song. Right. To the danger zone, and Maverick opens with that. Yes, which I think is a nice. Apparently, because um, what's his name? Yeah, Kenny Logan. Same opening, not Kenny as Logan's. predecessor. Yeah. yeah, they wanted to feel like coming back to Top Gun, returning. Yeah. 
Have, Turning home. Have you guys seen the Archer episode where he meets Kenny Loggins? Yes. Very amazing. funny. Yeah. And he's like, oh my God, I think I'm going to have to kill Kenny Loggins. <laughs> and they do a cover, like a new version on it. Yes. Yeah. It's and very funny. Because Kenny Loggins wanted to do a new and version of this. And then Aisha Taylor's character, what's her name? Lana. Lana. She doesn't know that that's who said, like what Danger Zone was. And it's revealed the whole time Aisha's been saying Danger Zone. She's like, I don't know. I just thought it was just some weird shit you were saying. Like I didn't get the <laughs> reference. Makes sense. Uh, so who loved this? We're just going to throw a hand in the air. I'm oh, throwing Frank's my hand first in. My hands, hands up. up. As, as is tradition, I put my hand it. up. I loved it. What's your score, pal? <sighs> I didn't have a number coming in. I just felt Ooh. happy, I which often is often that okay. Well, that's part of the process. You kind of need one. 7.7. 7. Oh, I can't believe we're fucking doing That's all right. <laughs> well, <laughs> we've gone into points. I should <laughs> mention really quick, we didn't. <laughs> we, this is the structured episode, so bear with us, guys. Yeah. <laughs> but we do rate movies out of an 11 here. Why is and that? Why is that? Because uh, eleven is the amount of inches Tom Cruise was willing himself to grow in every scene with Miles Teller in this movie. <laughs> the scene where they really have it out, you could see him just being like, "If I just believe, like I will be as tall he, as this man." He calls the costume. Boy. Design. <laughs> yeah. So you, the, you love this? Loved it. Yeah. Right. Well, seven point seven. Yeah. Okay. Love. Like. Yeah. yeah. I, <laughs> I didn't think I would. I watched the first one in lead up to this one coming out in cinemas, and I was like, "God, that's a bad movie." The original, the 86 version. Uh-huh. It's, nothing happens. There's not like, God, it's bad. Good. So they, a good point. They play volleyball, Frank. I don't know if you remember that bit. Ooh, that was, that's the only bit I remember. How could, <laughs> how could you forget? That's the only <laughs> shot beautifully, though. Wonderful. The wonderful tones and well, that was That's Tony Scott, which is Ridley Scott's brother. Very true. Oh, really? Who directed that. Yes. And they wanted Ridley to come back and direct this new one. And Ridley was like, no, I can't do that. That's no, my brother. too busy. I got Trivia. Lady Gaga here and we're going to make a fucking Gucci oh, movie or there's, something. There's <laughs> the accent work. Bad yeah. choice. That is Ridley Scott. That's exactly what he sounds like. I thought we're doing Top Gun Maverick. Maybe he can't do an accent in this one. But he'll find a way. He'll find it. He'll do the American. Yeah. Otherwise, he'll I'd default to, to Southern Belle. That's true. I do declare. Who has anything like a memorable accent in this movie? I suppose Tom no Cruise. One. Tom Cruise yeah. just sounds like Tom Cruise. I suppose what's his name? Ed Harris. And we literally said his name before. No, Glenn Powell. Is that his name? Glenn Powell. Glenn Powell, who plays Hangman in this, oh. has is American, but it's such a insistent accent. He sounds like a British person doing an American accent. Yeah, because yeah. like, he sounds hey, like he well, went to Harvard. what do we have here? Well, I see my new buddies walked in. And I'm like, that's not real. <laughs> What's up with that? But that's how he sounds. He's apparently. just come out of theatre school and he's like fresh on the diction. <laughs> diction. The diction he's not train. treading on his diction. Thank God. Okay. So. Frank, you went seven. I loved it. Seven Let's seven. go around the table. My way? Clockwise? Oh, is that how we're doing that? I can't. can't. Who, no, no, no. Hold on. Who hated this film? We want to go straight to that? Yeah. I thought this would happen. No, For everyone, no. everyone, Every- if you've ever heard deer in headlights, that was yeah. three deers in a blender. I, I, uh, <laughs> waiting, I waiting for it to start. Just, Hold on. Yeah. Shush. I, I tried to hate it. There were moments I flipped, flopped back and forth like, this mm-hmm. film is terrible. This film is great. This film is terrible. This film is great. But ultimately I think I came out on the good side. There's, this is a yep. seven for me. I yeah. went in wanting to hate it. Yeah. yeah. That's the problem. Okay. Interesting. And you, Marcus... Did it? No, God, loved it. Oh, I hated that. I loved it. Score loved. Uh, yeah, I did actually. I'm gonna give it. Uh, no, I'll sit around seven point five. So I'm currently the highest at seven point seven. Not to brag. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He's doing a victory lap around the room, so I think he meant to (laughs) brag. (laughs) Frank likes when people agree with him. I do. Look how happy I am. Yeah. Anyway. Um. Score Tom. Seven 
point six. So this is going to be. Re- we could just finish the episode, I guess. I this guess is, that's it. Thanks we all for like coming. It. Here's the thing. Sponsored by. So it's just canon that we are doing like point ones, point twos. Now it's not even to well, point fives. This we, is bullshit. I can't give. I can't give this an eight. I don't want to give it an eight. No, I don't want to either. But agree it's more with than you. a seven point five. I actually. Am. And it's also out of eleven. So. Ugh. The maths for me is tricky because what's the it's middle? It's really simple. Five point five is the middle. We're not doing this. I know. <laughs> We're not doing this. I'd heard six Haven't was the middle. Thing. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thing. No, but you're punching me repeatedly. <laughs> I'm now rating everything in my everyday life on a score of eleven. How was your, li- how was your lunch so. today? It was absolutely a six point six out of eleven. Great. Which would be six out of ten. Yeah. We hung out the other day and I left and you went four and then walked away. <laughs> so I was like, he just yelled it at you as you were getting in your car. Yes. Four. Not even on the golf course. No. Well, we should say public opinion is on our side. 96% on Rotten Tomatoes. 100%. Oh, it's, this is a very an yeah. overwhelmingly positively. Billions of dollars. So much money. Gross. What was your score, Chris? Uh, seven. You're a seven. Yeah. Okay, wow. Okay, well. Okay, well, let's go through favourite scenes then. Can I go first? <laughs> do we, lots to unpack. Do we get into the movie, the context first? Yeah, of course. Let's talk about Joseph Kaczynski. Joseph Kaczynski is a director. He made Tron Legacy. He made Oblivion yes, in 2013, which I haven't seen. Spiderhead recently. Spiderhead recently, a movie that we're all aware of existing. And only The Brave, We the Brave, something he made like maybe back in 2019 or something. Oh. Um, Not sure about that one. No. Nope. He's he's made like, you know, and him and Miles Teller work together a lot. Obviously he worked with Tom Cruise on Oblivion. Uh, Only the Brave. Do we like It was right there. No, I don't like Miles Teller. I have a lot to talk about with Miles As a person, I've heard interesting stories. I saw it, you know, in Whiplash when he plays the drums. Yep. Chris and I will will have an opinion on this. Yep. He, like, again, we like actors who do stuff for real. He's actually playing the drums in Whiplash. Very tricky stuff. That's impressive. And all these people were flying in jets, actually flew jets. So, you know, he might be an ass, which, but he's got a great ass. That prospect scares me. Can you imagine getting in one of those things? Yes. I love that. Yes. I've flown a chopper once. And what? Yeah, no, true story. When and where? Just got out of prison, right? (laughs) (laughs) That was part of my escape plan. Yeah. Uh, I was handed the controls during one of my birthday. Uh, I remember this actually. Uh, chop- and it was scary, really scary. And they're like touchy and I just can't even imagine being in a jet. We've all been seven. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good seventh birthday. <laughs> the pilot jumped out. I was left with it. It was it was a thing. I, I thought Chris was going a different direction. Oh, was with he? that something being touchy when you're a young man? Oh. That's not where I was And going. he also gave this movie a seven. Talk about a top gun. <laughs> All right. I think Miles Teller's really good in Whiplash. I think it's the one thing I've seen him in I like because he's playing a whingy little bitch and the movie basically keeps going like, God, get a load of this guy. So and that's I'm like, how you feel about absolutely. Him. Yeah, I think he's perfect at that. He has uh, the same problem I have with Ansel Elgort, which is that he's, wait, Ansel Oops, Elgort. Sorry, who? Uh, Baby Driver yeah. and West Side oh, Story. Yep, he just it. has an incredibly punchable face. <laughs> and I yeah. kind of, every time I see him in a movie and they're like, this guy, don't you love him? I'm like, does anyone love well, so this guy? Didn't Ansel Egort have that problem where he was texting young girls? And yeah, Ansel well. Egort's very, very questionable human being. I haven't heard anything on that level. Obviously, you said, I think I've heard Miles Teller's a bit of a douchebag, but nothing beyond that. Yeah, like, nothing criminal. But Yeah, no. well, he's no army hammer who eats people, so. Yeah. Wow, we're just going to just start slandering this people. This is what we're doing. <laughs> I like this. this Can we fun. go ahead and well, add let's- allegedly at the start <laughs> of every episode? Um, well, speaking of criminals, Tom Cruise, thoughts? As a criminal? As a person? I hate Tom Cruise as a person. Wow, that's a lot. 
I love I, – I can't – there's only two, maybe two films I can name that I hate of Tom Cruise's though. Like he does great films. I enjoy watching him in films. I just don't like him. But the films carry him through. Marcus saw Cocktail as a young man and based his entire <laughs> yeah. life around it. Now, Vanilla say. Sky is awful. We, we can all agree. If you've seen but Vanilla Sky. What is, how many credits does he have? Oh, a lot. I would say he'd have to be in like 70 films. Is that too many? That seems I like too, too many. many. It's maybe, like, it's maybe like 50. It's literally 50, bang on 50. Is it? And he was Oblivion, right? He was Oblivion, which that's I haven't seen. Well, film. that's Joseph Kaczynski as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. made this. I haven't which seen it. I heard it was okay. He was also it's yeah. underrated. I think it's actually a very good sci-fi and it just wasn't talked about. Sure. Maybe it came out at the wrong time. I don't know. Is Morgan Freeman in that? Yeah. Yeah, I should watch just it. Just being Morgan Freeman. Just being Morgan Freeman. Um, so, I think Tom Cruise is a remarkable screen presence and kind of in a lot of ways for the career he's had, unlike anyone else, I agree that he represents something that I find pretty heinous in celebrity culture in general mm-hmm. because I just think Scientology, like we don't need to get into this, but Scientology is a fucking scourge and <laughs> Frank just headbutted his microphone. <laughs> in, a, in, agreement. Uh, in Sorry, agreement. I forgot you just converted. That was his, that was his implant activated. Yes. Kill Zenu. Tom. What? Um, yeah, I think Scientology is awful and a lot of the things he represents within celebrity culture and his sort of insularity, all that stuff upsets me. But I think he's very, very remarkable in this film and in films in general. I agree with you. I rarely watch movies that I think either he's not good in or that just aren't good. He's and I think pretty good. Sure. something that's remarkable about him is the commitment and the, the – we've spoken about it – but the stunts and the length he goes to to make an enjoyable experience for the audience. Mm. It's always like what are you is doing it, this next – This is my question. Is it for the audience? Is it for us or is it because that's the legacy he wants to leave behind? He wants to be remembered I, it. it's very yeah, it's a great, that's a great point and probably both. I think it's sure. in the future, 100 years from now, people will watch all their stunts and be like, wow, that guy must be at least six foot and that's what he wants. <laughs> yeah, He wants everyone <laughs> to have he's, that. It's his equivalent of buying yeah. a Porsche. Do you know what I mean? 100%. Like, yeah. When he has 40 yes. Porsches. Yeah. But uh, he, he will die, just for the record, he will die doing one of it's his. It's his goal. <laughs> he's yeah, like, he's I trying. need to die during a well, movie. The fact that they They're fi- going to space, right? Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. He's going to, his tether's going to snap. He's gone. He's going to go to a black hole. Yeah. That's how Tom Cruise And dies. suddenly Xenu will sweep by in a spaceship and pick him up and we're like, fuck, he was right <laughs> the whole time. Although I think actually Xenu's the enemy. In, I think he's the Satan of Scientology. I don't know. Just, I should it's stop sad talking to me that it. you're even half. I know. Correct. I should stop <laughs> talking Stop going to their like, I apologize. So this is how it starts. <laughs> so I, I'm going to go back on that point. I love the stunts he does. So it works for me as an audience member to yeah. see him fly a jet for real and he's like doing mm. the actual breathing. Oh, you feel like you're in the cockpit with it's him. It's insane. Do it you, works. Do it you know what scenes in the movie are real and what aren't? Because I have he, no idea. I knew um, there was when he some. runs the gauntlet has to be real. The gauntlet is 100% real. Yeah. That's when he's flying. He's got a minute 30 or something or two minute 30? Yeah. 2.15. But they're flying in. Sorry. They're fly, <laughs> <laughs> they fly. Every scene is flown by um, an actor. Like they would take up a camera themselves, film it, come back down and show Kaczynski and they'd be like, he'd be like, oh, cool, um, here's some notes, go back up, have another four hours of filming by yourself. That's gruelling yeah. as an actor. It's pretty cool. It's I, I understand like having that and especially because when we say it was 100% real, we see the external shots and the internal shots and they've been paired together well. So he's not actually running that death-defying gauntlet with the external stuff but the internal stuff, he's doing some crazy shit 
that they've then used and, and sort of like edited together. Yes, yeah, he's not which, flying with that many Gs no, or whatever. But, but he, we get a great effect. No, no, the jet's in a studio and it's just, it's on one of those little... <laughs> it's on a gimbal. <laughs> on <Yes>. a gimbal. <laughs> but, he's, but he's the one in the cockpit. Yeah. Uh, this is what I'm great. talking about, like the flip-flop that I was going through watching this film. It's like everything that was in the planes. Yes, give me more of this. Yeah. Anytime they're out of the plane, it's like Poochie. Like, when are we getting back in the plane? <laughs> yeah, that's no, true. It is, that's the driving force of the film. It is, the action. Yeah. yeah. There's a couple of weird scenes um, when Maverick goes to the bar, for example, and we're introduced to Jennifer Connelly's character, who apparently is mentioned by Meg Ryan in the original film. I I didn't remember that. I didn't know her name. I was like, who is this? Why are they throwing her in there? But then, like, they're lovers. Wait, Meg Ryan mentions, I have a friend who likes sailing. And they're <laughs> I think like, literally my you guys know what we should do for the sequel. <laughs> Bring that character. Because everyone was questioning. Who we should really go sailing. Okay. That's what they said. She pay, Yeah, she mentions Penny, apparently. Okay. Her friend Penny. And she's like, Mav, you should go out with Penny again or something. Oh, that actually, lines. okay. Yeah, it's actually mentioned in the original I film. Barely rem- I have a story about watching the original, but we'll get to it. One thing about that scene that irked me slightly there's this trope that when you're talking to a particular character, you always say their name at the end of the sentence, Frank. And in that scene, she kept referring to him as Pete, Frank. Yes. And it's like, Chris, Chris, like you're looking we, at me as you're saying all this. <laughs> yeah. There's a confusion wait, in the room. Where did our name tags go? Um, and so it's like, yeah, we get it. You know him not as Maverick, not as Mav, not as Captain Mitchell. He's yes. Pete, Frank. But she she says his name like <laughs> ten times in the scenes. Like, yeah, we get it. And yeah. like, if if that wasn't enough, we then have the sailing scenes. Like, oh yeah, I I know you're not as mad. It's like, yeah, you don't beat us over the head with this yeah. guys. And this is what I mean, like the flip flop. I was like, I was not enjoying those scenes. But then we get back in the fucking plane. Yeah, yeah. the action comes back. That's how did you really how did you feel about Miles Teller playing Great Balls of Fire? Awful. Hated it. Ooh. I hated that. And I like one that. Generation's not going to know all the lyrics to Great I haven't. Fire. I have a note about that. But yeah, <laughs> well, going. just obviously you got to assume that that's reach. something that Rooster. That's his okay. Character. Rooster that's was what a, he. Rooster was a young kid in the first film when his dad died. There's no way in hell he knew that song. I, so- yeah, but you're going to learn the song. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, this is it's, your dad's favorite. It's a bit song. of a. Re- it's it's playing on 100%, the nostalgia. It's it was a, way too heavy on the nostalgia play, but it was a device to to upset Mav. At that moment, of yeah, course. Trigger Marcus Mav. would happily accept four thugs on a train, knowing all the lyrics to "Send in the Clowns." Send in the clowns in uh, <laughs> the Joker movie. Those guys are Broadway aficionados. All right, that yeah. checks out. They're on the train. To <laughs> I never really thought about that until you said it. Now I'm upset. About People know it's a weird scene in Joker. Yeah. Okay. Uh, a movie we're talking about. What no. were you going to say about? Just that I think this is a defiantly old school movie and I have a, there's a lot of reasons I want to get into that, but I think that's a bit you've identified really well, which every scene or every moment of the scenes where they were uh, like listening to the jukebox and playing pool, I just kept thinking like they should be listening to hip hop. They should be listening to like R&B. They should be listening to EDM. But no, this is a sequel to a movie from the 80s, so they love T-Rex and they love Jerry Lee yeah, Lewis yes. and everything about this movie – Apart from one bit where they, like, and as you say, it opens with Danger Zone. But, like, I can't remember what the song was that was playing when they're all playing the weird football game on the beach. But that was the one moment where I was like, this is a little more modern. This is kind of a modern track. Yeah, but the whole place seems like one big time capsule. It does. It's like, no, this is still the 80s. And that's because the movie is about, like, these relics have no purpose anymore. And it's like, of course, so the, the whole movie is, like, Demonstrate that by moving this. on. Modernise but it. But that's it. I think if it did... 
it would be going against the grain of like these guys are going to respect a guy from that generation because they're all still stuck in that. You know, they love the music of the 80s and that they... And, like, the, again, and the heroes of the yes, 80s. Like and, Maverick's a hero, yeah. Iceman's a hero. And they're all uh, in their planes flying around going pew, 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 and it's 2023 and we have drones. So, like, none of what they do matters. This but, like, the they're same. holding on to this sort of thing, this, this antiquated way of fighting like it matters anymore. This was the same issue we had with Ghostbusters... Uh, Afterlife, Mm -hmm. where it was just hamming up the nostalgia and just throwing in as many callbacks and throwbacks as they could. That, again, sort of felt like this is what this was doing. Yeah. Um, This is the reminder that we all liked this movie. Yeah. (laughs) yeah. Just throwing this in there. We're trying to be devil's advocate here, aren't we? But I suppose you started with I loved this and then 7.5. And I know our scale is basically hate or love and then there's 5.5 directly in the middle. Mm -hmm. But that we have like issues with it clearly that we're not none of us are even at an eight yeah it's not it's nowhere near a perfect film i think it's heavy on the nostalgia like a lot of the films that are coming out like these new very distant sequels we're like why are you making this it might be a cash grab and tom goes no we've finally got the perfect script it's like i wouldn't say perfect I would say it's a decent script. The writing is a little cheesy. I think the story is good enough that it carries weight i'm with chris on this where it um you know, you have like Ed Harris coming in as that that strong American sergeant and really like playing a caricature almost. And One wish. You know, when he takes at the opening scene when he takes off in that Mac Ten plane. Yeah. And he And the roof blows, literally blows off. Which is amazing. Yeah. I love that so much. I wish he'd just gone. God damn it, Maverick. Yeah. <laughs> There's no God damn it, Maverick. That's all that was missing. All That's that was, all missing. was missing. But he just holds his ground. It was yeah. kind of badass, actually. It was so, yeah. No, I literally the wrote. Because that was Helms real. Ba- uh, Ed, sorry, Ed Helms. Ed Helms. Ed Helms. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ed Harris, sorry. Yeah. Um, just holding his ground. The roof literally blows and off his heart and, and he, he just, just holds it. it. Imagine if in the scene where Tom Cruise is getting like chewed out by Ed Harris, he's just like, I want your badge. Oh, like, literally. And he like hands it to him and hands him a gun. He's like, where did you get that? You're not meant to have a gun. <laughs> you're a damn fine pilot. Yeah, Give he takes me your gun and badge. You're a loose cannon. <laughs> I don't have a cannon. <laughs> but that, that's loose. Should we it's talk? all over the place. That opening that opening scene though, that had me. Like oh, Mav as this maybe the- Zephram Cochrane-esque test pilot of some sort of crazy new ship and... For those playing along at home, yes, that is my Star Trek reference for this episode. There it is. Uh, drink. There it Clarify, is. please. Um, Zeph from Cochran. Oh, okay, uh, yep, of course. Oh, Cochran. Yep. Yeah. Zeph. Um, we'll put the official rules of the drinking game up on our Twitter page. Um, <laughs> you okay. should all be unconscious by now. <laughs> Frank just eye rolled because he's like, oh, now I have to now, do that. I've got to learn how to tweet. <laughs> I know I made the Twitter. I don't know how to do it. Hashtag But that was tweety. an awesome, awesome start. It's like, yes, I'm in. And then and we got out of the plane. I'm like, oh, this is so boring. I and then, But how do we feel about this? Because the cinematography in that oh, opening yeah. set, and oh, it's like yeah. the music is just building. It's a very slow build and the tension is insane and they're just crawling towards Mac 10 to break that. And they like it's just a stunning over-the-world shot. It's, it's a moment where you go, oh, this isn't, this isn't your grandmother's Top Gun, you know what I mean? Like it, it felt modern, it felt really clean <laughs> and beautiful. And I was like, wow. Doing my really grandmother's weird. Top Gun is fine, <laughs> thank you. Like it's oh, my brain fizzled. That's the weird bit because you go from this crazy new plane, mm. and then it's like, oh, we've got to do this mission, and we'll be up against Phase Five planes, yeah, fifth generation, that, fifth generation or whatever. Yeah. yeah, and it's like, well, where are the American fifth generation? Why planes? don't? Why yeah. does why it Top is Gun there nothing in between? Yeah, yeah. This y'all is have school. money. This is the school for <laughs> the best fighter pilots in the country. <laughs> and they're still they're oh, third gen planes. 
They're on broomsticks. <laughs> They're running out of money because <laughs> <laughs> we got it. The Nemesis 2000. <laughs> wow. Um, I agree with Chris that the opening sequence it provides so much goodwill for the film where I think all of us went in going like, this might suck, right? Mm. And 10 minutes in, I was like, ah, oh, this is amazing. Mm. Like, I mm. can't believe how quickly I'm on board with this, especially with the opening montage of him working on the plane and him getting on a motorbike where I was going like, oh, yes, okay. It's yes. very, like a lot of I love shots the working stuff. on the plane shot where it's just bicep. Yes. Like, just, just that. Oh, Tom Cruise <laughs> been working out. He looks good. And you can't see the three people underneath holding him up. <laughs> just like. He is six he's foot. He's on stilts there. Um, no, but shout out to Hans Zimmer. And is it Claudio Miranda? Claudio Miranda made this, uh, was the cinematographer here and also did Life of Pi and won an uh, Oscar for that. I think mm. did Curious Case Benjamin Button. Did he do American Pie as well? Uh, yes, but we don't talk about that. Because <laughs> that was... He, he suggested beautiful. putting a camera inside In the pie, the pie and then he got fired. Stop it. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Hans Zimmer can splurge his nostalgic goodness in my ears all day long. I love well, that the The original guy was Harold Faltermeyer. Falter? The music, the, 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 the of the eighty six version. All oh, right, yeah. So Hans has stepped uh, it up. I I thought, yeah, the score was good, but yeah, the cinematography is great. We we will probably get into the Oscar nominations maybe a little later today, but it wasn't nominated for best cinematography, which I think mm. is pretty astounding. It's a really, I think, very well shot film. The aerial photography and everything that goes into and they did of, a lot of stuff that is pretty awesome. Yes. The fact that the the actors are in the cockpit with a camera by themselves and. Just. Even just the choice to highlight their, which I know is more of a costume design and art direction thing, but still like the helmets that they have because they can't make the jets different colours or anything because that would be silly, but every single time you cut to, oh, that's Maverick, oh, that's uh, yes. Playboy Cardi, oh, that's, you know, mid-sized sedan. I don't know the names. <laughs> is of that the, because they kept saying yeah. their own name though? <laughs> they <What>? did keep <laughs> saying that a lot and as, as Chris points out, like, you know, people did keep going like, well, Hangman got the scene where they all meet each other and they're saying each yeah. other's call signs is so fun. You're just like, which one's going to be the silliest? And, and, then, like, and then of how course. How about you, swine boy? <laughs> no, Bob. it's, it's um, Lewis, it's Lewis Pullman bad. as Bob yeah. and he goes, yeah, I'm just Bob. What's, Everyone's like, what? He's in Bad Bob. Times at the El Royale <laughs> and I can't think what else I've seen him in. You know he's Bill that. Pullman's son, right? I didn't know that. He's a oh, Nepo baby. Nepo. Oh, no. Just like you, Frank. Yes. Interesting with the character. Top Gun. Your, grandmother is, your grandmother is Top Gun and your father's Rod Stewart. Uh, let's Thank you. move on. Sorry. The rhythm of my heart is beating like a drum. Um, it, it's interesting because we watched the first film yeah. and these young pilots are in the Top Gun program. Yes. We're introduced to the characters in this film and they've gone through it. They are graduates of the program, yet they still act like petulant children. Yeah. Like, un, un, uh, what? You are out in the real world acting like this? Yeah. I don't think Juvenile, so. Juvenile, entitled. And also they're all the same age. So what mm. year did they all go through Top Gun? Because if they all went through <laughs> it the same year, then some of them are really shit. And only two of them are like <laughs> the best. But they're like, we're the best of the best of the best. So, <laughs> with honours. <laughs> <laughs> My boy, Captain America over here. <laughs> this is a retelling of uh, Team America World Police in a lot of shots, which I think is fun to see that. Like, I don't know if you guys kept seeing the moments where Tom Cruise is standing in front of a giant American flag. just about to say. Uh, one of bits where there's like the jets passing and you can hear in your head, America, fuck you. Yeah. Why is there a giant American? It's literally 30 metres long. I audibly groaned when I in- saw that. <laughs> no, no, no. That was an actual size flag. It's just Tom. Is <laughs> <laughs> That's the best one. Very nice. Got to retire the small. But bits, I love, <laughs> I love it how he goes. All right, 
you know the rule book. And he throws it in the bin. You're like, yeah. as if. <laughs> what is this, Goodwill Hunting? I or, did love this film. Very funny. No, that's the wrong film. Where Goodwill Hunting, where Robin Williams throws out the psychology book. Like, what are you talking what about? Thinking? Captain, my captain. Uh, oh, uh, Dead, Dead Poet Society. Dead Thank you, Tom. Where he's got the script of Top Gun. <laughs> 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 he throws it in the trash. It's the worst this screenplay. This poetry. <laughs> no, I'd love to see uh, Jag redone with John Hamm at the helm. Can you imagine that? I love John Hamm in this. Uh, he is playing a, the one guy who hates Maverick. Yes, and no, just hates him. Some side probably in the audience too. <laughs> who who hated Maverick? You I didn't. No, you, I I do. I, what? I hate Maverick. You hate the character of I Maverick. I hate the character. Yeah, absolutely. How did you like this movie? It, because the action's so great. Okay. Again, I'm with Chris. Like as soon as the action kicked in, I'm like, cool. I'm like, I'm up two you points can't hate, straight away. You can't hate Maverick because he's the one who leads the way. He's the world's best pilot. You can't hate that. Nah, he's too much of a maverick. He's <laughs> too much of a rogue. Abide by the rules. <laughs> a renegade. Actually, it's funny. My first thought watching the Mac 10 scene when he hits Mac 10 and then they're like, don't do it. Don't, don't do, do it, it Mav. And he's like, what's my name, bitch? <laughs> maverick. And he goes, to, he just keeps pushing it faster and faster. And then he crashes. And as if he survived that. As if he survived yeah, that no, crash. He wouldn't have. One of the few laugh okay, lines in the movie that worked for me. I mean, I agree with you that he wouldn't have survived that. I had nothing you. to add. <laughs> he wouldn't have survived. Um, there was a lot of lines in the movie that I like rolled my eyes out and was like, oh, you know, not particularly funny. I did like him walking to the diner going, where am I? And the kid going, Earth. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually pretty funny. Very funny. Um, I l- think it's very funny, yes, that he talks to himself so much in this movie because there are moments where he does like, come on, talk to me, goose. Yes. And you're like, okay, but there are actual full moments where he's just like, come on, Mav, what are you doing? Get out of your own head, Mav. You know, what's my name, Mav? Like, he's <laughs> yeah. really talking to himself Unscripted. a lot in this. It's Unscripted. like uh, Ghost Obi-Wan. He's got a, like a ghost goose this, hanging around this there somewhere. Film is the best, <laughs> this film is the best Star Wars film I've seen in a long time. Yeah, true. It had a trench run. It's the trench. Yeah, yeah. You've got yep. the older mentor. You've got, yeah, you've Precision got shot. Mav telling... Uh, yes, yeah. uh, through the through the uh, exhaust port, uh, you've got Mav telling Goose, "Don't think, do." Yeah. So I'm like, oh, you, you, uh, you're just telling him to use the force. Use the force. Like, like goddamn, this is great. Yeah. <laughs> you're so right. That's so true. And then Rooster, because <laughs> Rooster does the same. Rooster's like, "Come on, talk to me, Dad." Like the exact same line, exact same delivery, which is yeah. interesting because they haven't spoken. And about then Dad that. actually speaks to him, and then he crashes in shock. Yeah, <laughs> No, he just he, he just lands the plane. Son. Holy shit! <laughs> You're a failure. <laughs> lands the plane, retires, doesn't want to kill people anymore. You know, mustache looks nice shit. <laughs> His mustache does look pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. I uh, think we were just talking about like how well Chris was saying just before how the, they're all petulant and they're all like you know very desirable of of affirmation and how good they all are, but none of them seem quite up to scratch. And I do like the structure of this movie that it sets up what they have to do and watches him teaching them how to do it. But it is pretty funny to me that like the entire process, they fail at it. And then it just cuts to, all right, well, your mission's tomorrow. And it's like, that's bad. <laughs> They're seems, not going to do well. We are not very poorly set up. How are they going to succeed? All I've seen them do is suck. Yep. You know? they've, show, they've been shown that it can be done, yeah. but them actually doing it, no, we haven't seen that. How tense was that scene when Phoenix goes into um, G Lock? Yeah, that was well, that was well done. Like, oh, that was that's probably the only time. In fact, I was edge of my is seat. Is that Phoenix? Mm. I yeah. thought Phoenix, Phoenix was the girl. No, I thought Phoenix was. Can we clarify that? I thought <laughs> yeah, Phoenix please. was. Fact check. Fact check. The 
uh, female character who gets very little to do occasionally. Monica Barbera is Phoenix. Yeah. So the, I the apologize. guy is Coyote. Coyote. I think you're uh, right. Just yeah, yeah. again, I could Chess. be wrong. I was going to say so. I believe you because I'm yeah. wrong. So <laughs> just digging out names. But we know the it, scene we're talking about, right? Yeah, uh, yes, yeah, yeah. I do. I think it goes that was, in a G log, really well plummeting to earth. It was that was, and they tense. reuse a, a shot that I'm not mad at because I think it's a great shot in Goldeneye. James Bond jumps off a uh, on a motorbike. I think he jumps off a cliff and like falls down to get into a small aircraft, and it cuts to a shot of like a cliff face, and then suddenly the aircraft just pops up from under there, and they do the same thing there where you see Coyote go down, and it cuts to the shot of the grassy knoll, and then you just get the <laughs> why does it like <laughs> the, grassy the, the grassy knoll, the grassy knoll, and that's it. They're like <laughs> someone told me Kennedy was going to be here. <laughs> it's oh. just a bunch of kids flying jets. <laughs> that time machine. Ah. <laughs> anyway, wow. Towards the end of the film. Um, Mav's been shot down and Rooster. Goose? Rooster. Uh, Rooster. 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 I'm getting those two mixed up. Goes back. That's can't, the point. Can't see how, yeah. <laughs> Goes back to uh, to find to find Mav and ends up getting shot down himself. And then the two of them are on foot. I'm like, oh, this is an awesome premise for a film. But then I looked at the running time like, oh, there's like 15 minutes left. That's a shame. Because this would have been very interesting. That was to like see behind enemy lines yeah. with uh, Owen Wilson. Yeah. It was nice. I was really taken out by that sequence because knowing how much of the film was left, I was like, what the fuck are they going to do with this? Like, I don't understand. And I was just shocked that they were going with, yeah, we're on foot and we're going to try steal a jet. And then once they did it, the audacity of it did work for me. I was like, oh, fuck it. Sure. It kind of made sense. Steal another they, jet and fly no, off with it. Steal another jet. Isn't that the same model jet they, they flew in yes, the original? Too. That's it. So yeah. that's the Which, whole... Uh, which the film is doing the see sometimes old school's the best and they keep doing that. Like, Which was fully fueled, fully armed. Ready to go, yeah. yeah. It kind of makes sense I that they did, were able I, to run in on foot. I did love the moment where at the end they're flying back and they're like, they're resigned that they're going to die. They've got someone on their tail, they're out of bullets. They're like, oh God, sorry, Rooster, I'd let you down. And then, of course, Hangman, Glenn Powell, shoots him and he's like, yeah, it's your pilot speaking, I'll see your back on deck. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just the cockiest motherfucker. It's crazy that they just changed him to Patrick Warburton just at the end of the movie. That's how they switched him out. Yeah. yeah, it's your pilot speaking, yeah. back on deck. Very Wait, good. Wait, am I, am I confused in location here, but how did he get past the sand missiles to that location? Well, no, they were, on was the, they were over water and heading uh, towards. Ah, yep, yep, yep. So, yep, yes. Cool. But no, I agree. I even liked the detail of that the enemy pilot had already shot his missile. You see it drop down and then he blows up yes. like just as it's about to take off. I thought that was pretty cool. I liked that. Can I tell you guys if no one remembers what Rooster's actual name is, the character of Rooster? Please. No. Uh, this movie was nominated for an Oscar for Best Adapted Screenplay and his name is Bradley Bradshaw. <laughs> That's it's right. it's yeah. pretty American. He's Brad Bradshaw. Yeah. Okay. Why did you bring up the Oscar? Like that's not their fault. They, they nominated. They nominated this film for best adapted screenplay. His name is Bradley Bradshaw. I'm <laughs> yeah. just saying. Like, <laughs> Bradley Bradshaw. I blame the original. Smitherson. I. But he wasn't. Was he called Bradley in the original? He must have been. They could have adapted Why? that and gone. Sorry, we got it wrong. His name's Kyle. Like I don't know. It just would have made a little more. Bradley Bradshaw. That upsets me. Can I, I make a can I make a suggestion for best feel, uh, best scene of the film? Oh yes. Mm-hmm. Um, funnily enough, it's not in the plane. It is the scene with Val Kilmer in oh, the office. Oh yes. Fuck! It is great to see Val. And I. Yeah. Have you guys seen the documentary about Val? No. Because he got like terrible throat cancer. Lost yeah. his voice. Horrendous. Um, heartbreaking. Mm. And to see him in the film, I was like, how are they going to do this? So and have sad. It, so sad. And I think the text on screen landed, and of course, it's similar to the ending or the point in Coda, where the dad 
says go. It's the only word he actually speaks in coda. This, when he finally says at the end, is like, what does he say? The Navy needs Maverick. Rooster needs Maverick. Ugh. And I choked up. I sounded oh, the same. That was it. Yeah. I, I thought it was really effective that they had the text on screen and they cut to him typing it, cut to their reactions, cut to the and then the last thing he typed, they cut to uh, Tom Cruise's reaction first and you get a long shot on him and then it cuts to the text of it's time to let go. And I thought that was pretty effective like for a scene that just, just that they were like, we have to do this scene this way out of necessity. How do we bring some sort of like emotional dynamism to this scene? Magic. I mm. thought it was well done. I, it was Val's idea to reflect his own illness into the character. Yeah. And he is, as far as I know, like he's cancer free now, but he is just obviously he, he can eat that line or those two lines that they had him say. And then who's the better pilot, which has got to go. This is a nice moment. Let's not ruin it. Like yeah. that was, that was pretty good. Um, apparently he is very difficult to understand. They did actually have to digitally alter it to make it. So he was really properly. Yeah. Like, the not- clarity was there. They have made an AI version of his voice apparently, but they didn't want to use it for the movie. They were like, no, we want to try and, you know, get get this as, as best as possible. I thought that was a nice scene Well, as it well. worked. Yeah, it's a good it legacy worked. moment. Well I played. liked it. Well played. I wrote a note here for myself, by the way. You know when uh, Penny and, and Mav finally, she succumbs to the desires to take Mav home and let him come in. Stop licking your lips. Oh, Why do you have to say it like that? I know, I'm sorry. He's wriggling in his chair like I'm a literally, horny teen. I wrote, and I'm pretty proud of this, I wrote, uh, <laughs> out with a penny and in for a pound. No. Thank you. Uh, gave her the old Tom Cruise missile. All right. Oh, you've got it. You got a few bits. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just kept going. Keep going. Just, no, 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 that was it. That's all I, I just had. Two. <laughs> just a two for. You, you called my bullshit. In for a pound is all right, actually. I, Thank you. In for a pound is yeah. I Come did. and see Tom Cruise in two different cockpits. <laughs> <laughs> you've seen cocktail. Okay. <laughs> I did like how he like. No, I, actually, I don't know if I did like it. I thought it was weird. An interesting choice how the teenage daughter catches them and he has to climb out the window. Like a, t- like a little a, subversion, yeah. Yeah, and then, yeah. but then he lands and the daughter sees him through the window and she goes, just don't break her heart again. And it's like, this should be a joke line. That should be a joke line. Don't Are you my it. dad? Yeah. Like anything. <laughs> anything. You know, we have a door. Like that would have yeah, been that that's a good bit. You I'll should get to- an Oscar for best adapted screenplay. Uh, just best adapted. <laughs> best adapted line. One line. On a podcast. In for a pound. <laughs> no? I was saying to Chris before too, like every time they said hard deck, I was like, oh, do it again. Hard deck. <laughs> Which is the name of her pub as well. It's hard, the hard deck. De- is like it? Like when you see out the front, that's the name of the place she owns, oh, the hard deck. God. Which yeah. also is probably a sailing term, right? Like so it's like layers. It's a shame when Best you adapted slip over. I'm back on board now. <laughs> I slipped at the hard it's deck. There's definitely layers. Definitely layers. <laughs> um, uh, who's, who's MVP for you guys in the cast? Oh. I'll go first. Glenn Powell as Hangman. Mm. Love him. Just love him. But that's who you'd play in this movie. Get that's rude. I Don't wrote, you think? I'm I'm honoured, it's true. but it's also kind of rude. <laughs> it's an it's, it's so an true. easy role because like play Iceman, yep. but in 2022. We know oh, he, yeah, aud- sure. he auditioned for Rooster, and they were like, "Oh, he's good," but we you know we like Miles Teller so much, so they beefed up. No the one's Hangman ever role. said that sentence ever before, <laughs> but that's fine. That's what Miles Teller. I don't tells hate him. Like, I'm going to be honest. I don't hate him. I enjoy like I know Miles Teller's in a film, and I go, oh, "I'm going to enjoy this." That's how fantastic fan four stick. Fantastic four stick. What's it called? <laughs> Look, I watched it. I didn't. You know what I mean? I wouldn't watch it again. Mm-hmm. I there was so much wrong with it, and I was like, eh. yeah. yeah. 
But I don't think that's Miles' fault. I think no. he did the job. It's definitely not Glenn Powell's fault. Back no. to him. How good. I wrote a note early saying, oh, thank God this this film's not as campy as the first one. Oh, and for the record, I hated the first Top Gun and I grew up with like 80s action nostalgic films and I, I just love Predator and Alien and just just give me action sci-fi all the time. <laughs> No, what, no, no, what no, are you sorry. laughing at? I just love Predators is I what do. I thought you were going to say. <laughs> That's the second time he's made that joke today too, just for the record. One off mic, was it? Yeah. I hope. Nope. But I apologise. <laughs> uh, but I hated Top Gun and I, I, to this day I'll stand by that. Yeah, I agree with I you. Love I think this. it's a yeah. dud of a film. But I wrote, oh, finally, this isn't as campy. And then he did like the look away pull shot and I went, oh, God damn it, it's campy. <laughs> It's oh, back. But it's so good. <laughs> it owns it. It definitely knows what sort of movie it is, I suppose. I watched Top Gun over Christmas for the first time. The original? Yeah, the original um, when I was at home and my sister and my brother-in-law came around and they were like, what have you been up to? And I was like, ah, you know, it's December 27th and it's 3 o'clock so I'm pretty drunk. And they're like, you want to watch the original Top Gun? I was like, I can't think of a good reason not to. And I kept looking over them and going, is this my fault that this movie is impossible to like get into and understand? They're like, no, 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 this is what this movie is like. But I just kept being so shocked at how scattered it was uh, at the the use of take my breath away every seven minutes. Constantly. I knew that song was in the movie. I didn't realise they were contractually obligated yeah. to just press play Every time. And the characters look shocked. Like someone has picked up the ox cord and they're like, motherfucker, who keeps putting this on? It's such it's a. It's on repeat. <laughs> it literally takes up half the runtime of the film. It's all yeah, wild. It the, is the, the film. Sex and then, scene with Kelly McGillis oh. is really weird and bathed in neon, which is just upsetting. Oh, you it took like my interest neon. away for sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> See, I'd, I'd never seen it. So I watched it in the lead up to watching this one. Mm. What I had seen, though, was Hot Shots. I the Charlie Sheen spoof. <laughs> that is a fantastic film. And nice then I, I understood so many more of the references yeah. <laughs> because I finally watched the source material. But it, that's a great film. Great film. Nice legs. Thanks. I did just they had need to do the um, I was talking the beach scene. Jesus oh, Christ. Sorry. No, nah, it's fine. Keep yeah, going. Yeah, they, they did. They needed to do it. I'm just glad it wasn't volleyball. I'm glad it was Torpedo. Football. It was, was it Torpedo. No, it was just American football, but they were playing but offense, defense at the same it. time. John was like, what are they doing? He's like, I don't fucking know. I gave him a football. <laughs> <laughs> this is team building, I guess. They don't understand the rules. But they were gee, on the beach. The crew set up. Someone stole their volleyball net. Yeah. They're like, uh, football. <laughs> football. Um, apparently, I love a trivia, but they filmed that and then it just wasn't good enough, so they had to come back and film it again. But they didn't tell any of the actors when and they're all just like annoyed because they obviously have to get shredded. And so they're starving themselves and they had to just wait. They had to just be shredded until they're like, oh, and it's, we scheduled it for, t- it's tomorrow. Good luck. They're, they're like crawling. <laughs> they're so, Feed me. Help me. They're so frail. Jesus. But it paid off. They look good. Rooster's little dance. How do we feel? Oh, when I mean, he leans back and kind of shimmies side to side. Yeah. Yeah. It's become a, a gif. It's a viral Women sensation. Women love it. Oh, you don't love it? Ah, look, it was fun. He looks tasty. <laughs> I looked to everyone for help there. I was like, someone get me out of this. <laughs> I don't want to have to There's some sentence. sort of KFC reference there, but uh, I'm not helping you. I'm not helping Was it the, the greasy oil running off him? Yeah. And he is a rooster. So. He's an attractive-ish man, Miles Tell. I don't know. He looks like- He's no Glenn Powell. He looks like they made an attractive man and went, I don't know, can we add 10% of You're smug like, God, asshole? Like, I hate him in films, but I want to kiss him. <laughs> 
Top Gun. I liked John Hamm in this. I do want to give him another. I think I mentioned earlier, but another shout out. He plays, you know, the stick in the mud. He's great. Which I'm sorry, I'll come back to. This is my running bit now. Push the envelopes a weird proverb. Stick in the mud's a weird one as well. Because what is the stick? The stick in the mud is the thing that gets in the way. Whoever goes, this was some perfectly good mud. And now someone put a stick in it. Ah. Also, you can walk around a stick really easily. Really easily. It's quite thin. This is my tight five on uh, English proverbs. Keep going. Have you ever noticed? you ever noticed someone talks about a wet blanket? The accent. accent. You know, what you did? This is meant to be Jay Leno. I don't know if that's true. Ah, I'm doing a podcast. <laughs> ah. Was that a Yago? I have no idea. <laughs> that was Gilbert Godfrey <laughs> yelling at his mother. May he rest That's a in good peace. Bit. Hey ma! Hey ma! Ah! Okay, so who's everyone's MVP? Uh, John Hamm. Tom okay. Cruise. Good choice. Uh, wonderful choice. Tom Cruise. If not, uh, I'm. Oh. Yeah, John Hamm. John Hamm. Really? You yeah, both? I, I enjoyed him. He takes a role that's incredibly easy to just go like, oh, Jesus, like this guy's like just stopping the, the energy of the film and getting the way. And he just brings something just a little bit more dynamic to it. He's Handsomeness. Got that, yes, he's very handsome. He looks like if Tom Cruise were not a Scientologist, basically. Like he looks like if Tom Cruise didn't sell his soul. He has that sort of just decency and integrity to him. And I really like there are scenes where he just adds just a little bit more like salt to it. There's one bit where after mm. Tom Cruise does a maneuver that he really hates and he's chewing him out, he's just like, you directly violated my orders and you did this and you did a maneuver that is completely against flight school protocol. I don't ever want to see that shit again. And I'm just like, oh, I like oh, that. Well, it, was, it was called the Cobra, I, I think, where they like rolled over the top down. of the other. Oh, beautiful. It's a flex. Very good. Some cool it's stuff. a great shot. Yes. Did you think they were going to kill Tom Cruise when he went down in the snow? No. No. I, not a chance. Sequel. Okay. I apologize. I thought he would die. I think the crew were trying to kill him. <laughs> yeah, that was actually. <laughs> that scene wasn't and meant to happen. Like, we got him. He's gone. And they found him in the snow and, like, fuck, we need to add another act onto the movie. Tom's the, still uh, alive. The Hollywood elite have orchestrated this entire film just to kill Tom yeah. Cruise. Didn't work. That's what every film is. That's why these stunts <laughs> keep happening. Every director or writer goes, okay, we're going to put a scene in here. Uh, let's see if we can get him this time. Yeah. They even send a helicopter after him and then fucking Miles Teller just comes in at the last moment. They're like, God damn it. All right. Actors just doing what they want. Doing what they want. That, uh, that chopper, the enemy chopper that guns them down and is like chasing them around that snowfield, that was some main character energy as well. When Not he getting do- hit by it. When he dodges Tom Cruise's missile, when he fires at him, he just dodges it. He's like, no, fuck you. Oh, and the, then the chopper has the main character energy. Yeah. <laughs> He's great. Plot He's armor. Him I think it's called way. plot armor. Yeah. Plot armor. The chop- Wait, yeah. the chopper dodges Tom Cruise. Yeah, Tom Cruise fires a missile? What are yeah. we talking about? And he, then the, he, and he the, dodges it. And the chopper goes, whoa. Yep. Just like pants, not pants left. What does a chopper do? Flies to the left. Uh, there's a word for it. Uh, uh, strafes. Jetes. <laughs> it's a grand jeté. It's a grand jeté to the left. I had a thought watching this movie that Tom Cruise looks a lot like Michael J. Fox. Interesting observation. Sure. And I got immediately depressed because okay. I was like, imagine I f- like Michael J. Fox has had such a horrible life with the Parkinson's and he was, he's the most likable person I think on screen. Yeah. Like everyone loves him. So and much good will behind him. Of course. <laughs> friend, friend of the pod, Brendan Fraser. We, we've, we've been robbed of so many Michael J. Fox performances because of that illness. Imagine if Michael J. Fox was Maverick. He'd be so cheeky. Would so he you have made that transition to action films he that Tom, Tom did though? I don't see it personally. The he, same he's height. like a prototype Ryan Reynolds in a like quippy 
but kind of thing. He could do action. He did back like Back to the Future was sci-fi fun action. Okay, yeah. sure. I think he could. I do was it. literally about it. To might say, not be Mission little. Impossible. He wouldn't do Mission <laughs> Impossible, but he would do action films. Yeah, I mean, imagine the career he would have had. It would have been anything he wanted, basically. Yeah. And I mean, I, if if Steve Carell can do Get Smart, like. You imagine a Michael J. Fox doing <laughs> doing like a Get Smart like that? Yes, yeah, 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 that works. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I'm sold on your idea. Do they, but yeah. do you think they look the same? I do you no. see that? I get it. Okay, I, I get me. it that they both the heart ones being, with the heart ones. Being like small guys and having the sort of energy they had, they took divergent paths from the '80s. And Tom Cruise went on the I'm going to work with auteurs, but also I'm going to occasionally do like blockbuster action movies, which now has become more prevalent the blockbuster action and, and away from working with like Kubrick and, you know, well Spielberg, I suppose, and stuff like that. But Michael J. Fox, when I'm going to do like sitcoms, I'm going to do some successful comedies and family movies. I'm going to have a really rough period for a while there. And then I'm going to come back as like a character actor and do like Boston Legal and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, and Spin City. And um, <laughs> Yeah, Spin City. And um, what was the show? You know, Rescue Me? You guys no, remember Rescue Me? I the don't. Dennis Leary firefighter show? Yeah, I remember it. Yeah, what's his, Michael J. Fox is in that. Is he? And he's like really dramatic role sort of in that. And so he's kind of done that now instead. Oh, and he was Stuart Little. Tom Cruise couldn't have done that shit. Could Tom Cruise do a voice acting role? I don't think he's got a remarkable voice. I don't think so either. No. Let's have a think about it, shall we? But after I saying no. Tropic Thunder, Tom Cruise in Tropic Thunder, I know that there's a real fun side to him as well. Yep, and Rock of Ages, but I also mm. think he's to some yes. degree lost that edge where he doesn't really – he's getting too old, even though this movie often does the the old-timer, like yada, yada, yada. Yeah, because in your youth, you're jumping off a cliff, Tom. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this became – Wildly unnecessary. Yeah. As, just a number. as we yeah. said at the start, Chris and I would go skydiving. You wouldn't. I would not at all. But I'm not saying he's too old to do physical stuff. He's too old now, I think, to start going like, oh, make fun of me all you want. Like, I think he's becoming a little bit more sort of locked in in his age where it's like, I'm going to do this until it kills me. And he I can't might, play. He is 50. He's 62, I think. Oh, crikey. Um, wow. And he's okay. not going to do a role like Tropic Thunder again, I don't think. I don't think he's ever going to do a role where the no. joke is on him ever again. You know, Similar to The Rock, but obviously different sort of stages of their career. There was one scene in the entire film where they, which is very rare for a Tom Cruise film, where they showed a wide where he's standing next to a co-actor. Mm. Um, it was in The, um, the Hangar. Yeah, that's the and same it, with Teller, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that's what and, I meant, where he's like willing himself to get bigger. Yeah. yeah, it's so jarring when you finally see it like that. But you know he's shorter, but they obviously disguise it and unless you've met him in person, you're they not do shoot fully it. know. They shoot it very well. He never looks tiny. No. Pilots are meant to be short though. He's a perfect height for a, for a pilot. Just like yeah. jockeys. Yeah. They're the jockeys Air of the jockey. sky. <laughs> yeah, there we go. My mother uh, met Tom Cruise years ago back in the day. She used to be a uh, flight attendant and she said he was very, very, very short was and hungover. Was this in the hungover. late 80s, early 90s? He was married to his... Tom? Furwader. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. <laughs> We've just figured out who Tom's father was. It was in the was. late 80s, no. but I was in the womb for three years. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Tom drives 30 in a 40 zone. His dad is not Tom Cruise. <laughs> All right. Okay. No danger zone there. <laughs> I don't think he's my father. Um, he was married to his Who own. is your father? My father is a man called Stephen Butler. And if you're listening, Dad, <laughs> thanks. Like we've said, <laughs> your parents don't listen. Like we know that. Really unnecessary. Um, he was married to his original wife before, Nicole Kidman, Mimi, someone I want to say. I can't remember. Um, yeah. 
I don't know if anyone's got anything extra to add. I want to talk about the Oscars at some point, but I will just add here that we are going to have, yeah, we're going to have a future episode where we will get into all the Oscar nominees the week before the actual ceremony. So we probably won't go into this in too much detail. But this movie has been nominated for six Oscars, I believe: Best Picture, Best Adapted Screenplay, Best Original Song, Best Visual Effects. Oh, uh, the original song is that the Gaga one at yes. the end? Yeah, yeah which cool. I didn't like. No, no, I, didn't I wanted to rock. I, I sorry, I didn't mind the song, but I just wish it had been more rock and roll. Like to finish it, I wanted Danger Zone again. Yeah, or something like that. The her cover great. of the Danger ballad. Zone. You want to hear yeah. her belt something out, right? Like well, she does 80s, belt something out, but I think she should be more like boom, 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 take on sure. me style. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Gaga doing a take on me cover. There you go. I would like that. <laughs> Uh, Do you think it'll win any of the Oscars? Well, best adapted the other, screenplay. Best obviously. adapted screenplay, obviously. There are two. I want to say, are there two sound awards? Are they sound editing and sound? Oh, yeah, no, they've just been folded into each other, the sound ones. Sorry, so can you go there's, them again for me? Picture, adapted screenplay, original song. What else? Do you want to do you want me to do it or do you want to <laughs> no, do it? No, I wanted to talk over you. I yeah, decided yeah. it was more fun. <laughs> Let's go. Best adapted screenplay, best picture, best achievement in visual effects, best sound, best uh, well, original song, and best film editing. Right, okay. I think there's a decent chance for editing and sound. I Didn't don't... you just say before screenplay? That it's going to win. It. Yeah. I am Bradley Bradshaw. Yeah, oh, okay. <laughs> it's oh, not I, thought gonna, you, I, I thought your second point was that I would get it. not win adapted screenplay. No, 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 no. no. Sorry, you said, that? You said adapted screenplay, obviously, and I was like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not going to win. He's obviously <laughs> lying. I yeah. think I would say... I mean, visual effects, no, but I thought it would have got cinematography. I'm that's, quite surprised. That's what we're saying. The, the um, Claudio Miranda thing is very strange. Yeah. And um, it's nominated for six. So it's not like they ignored it. No. But it looks stunning. It does look incredible. It's- and the camera tech, they actually invented, like the cameras have they've been divided up to fit in the cockpits and stuff. Like they've done some hectic work to actually make it happen mm. physically as well as making it look great. So shout out to Claudio. We think you're great. Yeah, and, I think um, it looked great. I hope you hear this. Yeah, please yeah, do. Good man. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think that's pretty much what we've got for it, though. So, did anyone? I don't think we were even trying to move each other's scores. No, we're look, all pretty I, much on the same for sake, I'm going to lower myself to a, a six point five because, like, I'm not going to rewatch it. Sure, thanks. I don't want to rewatch it. I'd like. I'm, there's a lot wrong with it, but I enjoyed it more than the first film. I don't think there's that much wrong with nah, it. Nah, but you know, I enjoyed it. It was a thrill ride at, at its best in the action sequences. I think around that, I don't care. See it on a big screen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I wish I saw it at the cinema. That's was it, one thing. Was I it filmed for IMAX? It felt like it was filmed for IMAX. Uh, I'll check with my people. Okay, we'll call IMAX and we'll, we'll come back. So no one else is throwing in? Hello. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> oh, oh, so, no, sorry. I'll call you back. Oh, yeah, sorry. My, my cat's I'm unwell. I'm <laughs> I guess oh, we're all dear. just going to stay where we were. I was on a 7.7. 7.6. 7. Yeah. Uh, 7. And now 6.5. Oh, Marcus is really low. Well, that was Top Gun Maverick, and um, thank you for listening, friends. I'm all right, Frank, but thanks for asking. <laughs> we'll talk off it. <laughs> I hope you're okay. Thanks, thanks. everyone. I was going to say thanks, Pal Celsius, but we're not sponsored by you. Through in the Pal! Throw in the Pal has been a Hey Power Productions production produced by Frank. Tom. Marcus <laughs> and Chris. <laughs> and like I said, we're not sponsored by Power Cells. I want to clarify that. Legally, we're not sponsored by Power Cells. We enjoy them. They're the best tasting one. Glad you got it out then. Thanks. All that right. was Top Gun Maverick. Hold on. Go for a cruise, y'all. Through in the past.